Welcome to What's Next with Rio, episode number three. First off, I want to start off by wishing everybody a happy new year. 2022 is here. Uh, I wish all the best to you guys this year, and um, I hope all your goals and aspirations come true in this following year. Last episode, I sat down and talked with Turner Bertree, a high school basketball prep star from Bowling Green, Kentucky. In this episode, it's going to be a little bit different. Every episode, I have uh, different types of guests, whether it's uh, fashion designers, athletes, entrepreneurs, um, musicians, as you guys will see today. So we're going to be switching things up a little bit. We're going to be talking about music. I know everybody likes music. I love music. I listen to music almost every day. Uh, I can't tell you how much songs I have on my playlist. It's it's endless. But um, I'm a huge music fan since since I can remember. Um, so for this episode, we'll be talking to a very very special guest. Um, he is the most streamed alternative artist in Lexington, Kentucky. He has the most streamed alternative hip hop song in Lexington, Kentucky as well. Uh, he has over 27,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. He is one of the most influential artists in the Lexington, Kentucky area. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to Corio. I lost my mind in Cali, baby so full of talent. She won't give in, let me have it. She the type to have my mind blown. Bro told me I'm wildin'. She tell me she Italian. I lost my mind, can't find it. I fly her to my time zone. Take her down, got a new trip. No slack, she light when I get a penny. Little baby like pain, knowing I can give you. Don't take no time for an intermission. Yeah, don't say that. Yeah, don't play no no I'll say I lost my mind in California Alright, Corio, welcome to the show, my man What's going on, bro? What's going on? What's going on? How was your new year? It was good, man Chilled Awesome Went to, uh, went to get some food Went to Skybar Just relaxed a little bit How was yours, bro? It was good, man It was good, you know, just, uh <laughs> Spent the day in, you know, uh, relaxed a little bit, got my mind right. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, man. Um, so you're from yeah. Lexington, Kentucky. You know, uh, I've been living in Lexington mm -hmm. for five years now, so uh, I'm sure you've been here. You've been here your whole life. Uh, you grew up in Lexington. Mm -hmm. You were born and raised. Um, what was it like growing up in Lexington? I know it's probably different for me because you know. I came here for college, you know, and I wasn't here for, right. as a teen. So, uh, what was it like, you know, growing up in Lexington, Kentucky? It's it's not a huge city, but it's like the second biggest in the state. And you got like, you, know, you got like inner city going on, and then like all the surrounding counties, all those people travel here. So you literally get to see like a piece of every type of human, bro. It's like it's it's kind of ridiculous, but. Like the culture is basketball culture is crazy. Everyone play a sport, bro. Super competitive. I mean, shoot, you already know we yeah we be in the gym, but it's just it was fun, bro. Everybody, you know, what I mean, respected each other. It wasn't that crazy anywhere. Like it was just like a good place to be, bro. A great place to grow up. You end up like watching people 
go to the league, watching people be successful. Some people popped off and did things with music and stuff, and then they would come back, bro. And, like, it's cool because, like, you can, like, host something in the side of town. Like, they had, like, a, like they had, like, Wimburn Day. And, like, a lot of people went out to Wimburn from the different sides just to respect, you know what I mean? Because the guys who was over there, like, a couple of them really did some things to help the community. So, yeah, this is a great place to be, bro. Great love, great action, everything you would want from where you yeah. grew up. Especially if you love basketball, my basketball fans, man. Lexington is the place to be. <laughs> yeah, it is for real. Yeah, yeah. no escaping it. Yeah, for sure. Um, you talked about music. So, uh, what got you interested in in music? Um, honestly, bro, I was in the dorms at WKU, and I would freestyle, and all my homies was like, "Hey, bro." You might want you might want to try to do something with this, bro. And I'm like, eh. I'm like, come on, bro. I, I'm right. trying to hoop, you know what I mean? But then, sure enough, bro, it got me in there. But I've always like loved music. I've always been super interested in music. It was just, I think, just taking the initiative as a, a adult yeah. to be like, all right, I'm gonna go pursue music. Like, yeah, that was probably the hardest thing. Yeah, you would say probably. Uh... Basically, your supporters or your your friends, you know, they 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 saw this talent in inside you, and they said, "You man, you should just go for it." Basically, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's really cool, you know, just to have that supporting cast behind your back. Um, so how mm-hmm. would you basically uh, describe your music? You know, I personally, I've listened to your music. You know, I listen. You had you're on my playlist. I already talked about. You know, have a dozen. I have I have so many songs on my playlist, man. Like. I, like it's crazy but yeah you're on there um you're to me your music is very diverse like you can do a hip-hop song or you can do a rap song you can go rap or you can even do pop you know i've seen you i've heard you do pop you know i even i even (laughs) i even remember listening to uh i think it was two years ago around christmas you came out you you made this uh remix of uh this christmas song and I was just oh, like, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I was just amazed. I was like, man, this guy like, <laughs> you could like switch up, switch it up, and do any type, any type of music style. You know, and that really stood out to me. So, uh, how would you? I want to know. You know, I want to get your perspective on this. Like, how would you describe your music style? Um, I mean, you did a great job. Really, it's just as diverse as possible while you know trying to stay true to myself. Really. I guess, like, the best thing that they came up with was, like, alternative hip-hop and alternative R&B because, I mean, we all know that, like, all that stuff has changed. It's not this R&B really don't exist. Hip-hop really yeah. kind of barely exists. So, like, I guess you could you could consider me, like, a mix of both, really. Technically, I'll put it like this. This is what I tell people. Technically, like, I get the most comparisons from people that, work on the music with me and stuff they say like post malone tory lane stuff like that well those guys are hip-hop yeah so i guess i'm a hip-hop artist yeah <laughs> yeah definitely man <laughs> that's true um so i want to get into the, the the little details of things um you know i'm not no i'm not no songwriter so I, I don't really know how it works i'm sure there's millions of people that doesn't really know how it works you know they just mm-hmm. They just tune in to listen to the song when it actually comes out. But, you know, I wanted to ask you as a songwriter, uh, what goes into making a song? You know, like, what's the process like? I know you said you made. Yeah. Well, 
everybody got their process, but one of uh like the owner of the studio I go to, he's he just went and got to um sit down with some huge writers, like some writers for some names. I mean, Beyonce is one of the people that these people write for. And they just changed my whole outlook recently. They they literally was like, you got to find the meaning, the deepest meaning possible, and then tell a story. And once you tell the story, then you take away words and make it as universal as possible. Right. So I never did that before. I I used to just go to the studio and literally sit in front of the mic and mumble and then come listen to the mumble and write words that match the mumble. So everybody's different, you know what I mean? Sometimes you can write, but it's really, no no matter what, what you don't realize is like, you gotta tell a story for real. It's really just storytelling with rhymes, bro. That's really, the the songs that pop off, if you think about your best, your most favorite songs ever, bro, like the most, the top songs by every artist you've ever heard, it's just a story. It's just a story. That's all it is, yeah. That's very true. That's very true. Um, yeah. Is there like a time frame that you're looking at? Because I know I read online and, you know, uh, it said that you you once said that you made at least 11 songs in a week, which is insane. I <laughs> I know I can do anything like that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, um, is there a time frame like or do you just like go with the flow and say, you know, it depends on how I'm feeling? Yeah. If so now I didn't kind of got to where like, if I have the beat, like if I already have the beat and it's completed, like I give myself no more than like 45 minutes to an hour to finish all the lyrics, all the vocals, sometimes like 30 minutes. I'm trying to get as quick as possible. But if we're like cooking up from scratch, I say about two hours. Okay. So two hours, man, that's just locked in. No distractions, head down. Yeah. 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 I feel that. Um, speaking of songs, uh, go ahead and talk about your, uh, your latest single phone off. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard it, go on Spotify. Corio has a new song out called phone off. It has about, it has over 500,000 plays on Spotify. I wanted to ask you what's the meaning? What's the, what's the story behind that song? So actually I wrote it at a time where I thought that. I thought that the girl I was trying to talk to was entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't. It was just, it was really just, you know, how men be, bro. It was just some insecurities. I'm like, she got to have somebody else. Yeah. So, you know, I just wrote it like that. And it was, it's basically just like, tell whoever that is that you good, turn your phone off, and stay the night with me. That's it. Nah. Everything you be wanting this to say when you first, you know, get to know a girl, you be thinking like she's with somebody else. She's texting somebody right now. Yeah. You be wanting to be like, bro, just put your phone down. Enjoy me while we're here. Yeah. <laughs> right. All that stuff. That's basically all it is. Bro. Yeah, man. Everyday stuff, basically. Yeah. That's everyday cool, stuff. It's like you said, you know, yeah. just telling the story and just using your everyday life to, you know, put the put the rhymes together. Um, yeah, she really wasn't though. That's what's hilarious. Yeah, it, she wasn't at all. I was just tripping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about songs. Uh, give me your top five all time. Who's your top five all time? 
This is such a hard question because, like, for me, like, like, man, there's so many good, so many good artists, you know, and you you have the different time frames, the different eras. You all got to put that together, and and this is that's hard. So, what's your top five all time? I just want to know. See, I, all right, so hip hop, rap, Drake, Biggie. Yeah, Biggie, Biggie gets Wayne, uh, Snoop, and I'll tell you why Snoop in a second. And uh, that last one gets hard, bro. That last one and Thug. Oh, you putting Thug in there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I and I say I say this because I think these like I think all five of them dudes is some of the most influential. Like we don't like we don't got Wiz if we don't got uh, Snoop. Without Biggie, you feel me, all the whole luxury life, like, my life is what it is. Like, that type rap ain't even a thing. Yeah. And then, like, Drake, bro, got all, yeah, everybody sings now. <laughs> and then you got Thug, bro. Everybody know Thug got a million sons in Atlanta. Yeah. And then Wayne, bro, that wordplay was ridiculous. So, yeah, Wayne was Wayne was different. <laughs> I was listening to some old Wayne the other day, bro, and I I started like just feeling like I was young again, bro, like a little kid. Man, it was <laughs> different, crazy. Man. I was like, man, he's a goat. Yep, that was my childhood, Lil Wayne. Yeah. Lil Wayne, man. For all the mm-hmm. young young the young gen the young gen don't know about Lil Wayne like how we do, but nah, you know. they don't. They probably just think he's crazy. Or something. Yeah, yeah, they don't know about him like I'm that. I'm like, bro, you don't understand. That's just Wayne. He's hard, man. <laughs> So uh, out of all those artists or um, any ones that you didn't mention, uh, who would you say is your biggest uh, influences? Um, probably Drake, uh, for sure. Just trying to be versatile. Uh, it's the GOAT right there. Oddly, en- yeah, yeah, for real. Oddly enough, bro, Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Like, I love Jimi like I love Jimmy, bro. So that guitar, like I always gotta have yeah. a guitar. And my favorite songs that I made always gotta have a guitar, bro. That's weird. I like I, I like too, how you yeah. have Yeah, I like how you have like different um artists from different types of music. I love that. But what makes you different from like all these other rappers out here? There's so many rappers. Uh you have lots of rappers in Lexington, <clears throat> state of Kentucky altogether, there's thousands of rappers. You know what what makes you stick out? I think the only way to even stick out at this point with everybody that make music is to just tell your own story, bro. Just be yourself for real. Because, right. I mean, you could listen to my music and kind of understand that that's what make it different. It's like, oh, he's talking about him compared to, like, you know, money and women, cars, like, drugs, like, all that. Like, yeah, that's mixed into the life, but... And right now we're going to talk about the life that I live because it's more relatable to people, you know, when you just talk about what you go through. We all go through the same versions of what everybody else go through. It's just, you know, it's just a different way. But Exactly. No, you said it. Yeah. You said it. So uh, we talked about different artists that influence you. So who do you compare yourself to? For me, I think you're very similar I was talking to my uh, friend the other day about you. I was like, you know, Corio, he reminds me. Of, he has a little Drake in him. You know, uh, he. you can do all types of music. You know, you can hip-hop, hip-hop rap. You know, you could 
hit R and B a little bit, and you have different styles. You could even sing. You know, uh, um, I I compare you to Drake. You know, I know that's a lot to live up to, but uh, hey, it's a it's a it's a it's a comparison, right? <laughs> so I'm, I appreciate that. I mean, I have to agree, bro, because that's the goat. And I mean, I don't know, bro. We both light skinned. I was just gonna say I'll that. Be <laughs> <laughs> we we like, both light skinned. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Gotta, man. Hey, I mean, it gotta be that we both emotional, light skinned, yeah, and singing and trying to be, you know, y'all got not that scared connection. to talk about women. Y'all got yeah. that connection, man. Um, who are some of the artists that you that you're listening to while you blasting a car? Like blasting that music in the car. I, bro, after I make the song, I listen to myself like that night. And then like I'll probably not listen to it for yeah. a while. But every once in a while I'll go like when we hit the road or something, like I'll go through and just re listen. Like that'd be my times like on the highway. But besides that, bro, I'm listening to Little baby, matter of fact, let me open it up. It, <laughs> For sure, bro. We let me that. open it up. Money, yeah. money, man. Okay, I'm listening man. to Money Man right now. In a, in a different way, I'm repeating this, man. <laughs> Got more mm. repeat, bro. Money man. Oh, Young Blue. Young Blue. Young Blue is getting played a lot by me right now. Young Blue. Kodak is always getting played by me, even his older songs. Like I, I just can't stop. Yeah, uh, ESTG for sure. Little baby, baby, hot boy, thug, like them. Them is really them is my big ones, bro. Them is some and Gunna too. Them is somewhere it's yeah, like I would never Gunna. stop listening. Yeah, I'll never stop listening to these people. Don't forget Gunna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kodak, Kodak's <laughs> yeah, especially his old stuff. His old stuff. It slept on. <laughs> a lot, a lot of people don't know about like Can I? Huh? No, you know, you know, can I? Can I? Nah, can no. I ball? Can I chill? Oh, you talking can about I the song? Stand? Yeah, man. Yeah. Bro, that song yeah. is forever going to be the anthem, bro. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's that Kodak. For real. <laughs> a lot of people don't know about that Kodak, man. Um, mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about uh, your fan base. Um, Obviously, you're very popular in uh, the city of Lexington. You have a strong, strong, uh, supportive community in Lexington. Um, how does it feel to have that behind you? Oh, it's, it's beautiful, bro. Um, there's not like, there's not even hate here. Like, if someone hates me, bro, it's because they make music too. And it's probably like more or less like competitive. Competitive. Like, I mean, I don't even think that you can even like hate an artist from where we're from, bro, because it's against the odds. You know what I mean? Like, how you gonna hate somebody? And if they make it, you gotta respect them. You know what I mean? It's like you gonna would just hate them, and then they make it. And you know how hard it is to make it, and then you gonna still hate on them. Like, you can't hate nobody from here, bro. It's, it's hard, and it's just it's just so much love, bro. Like. Walking around, bro, you just like, I'd be going into the gas station, bro. Dudes be like, hey, bro, keep doing your thing, da da da. He'd be like, damn, like, it's really, it's really growing. Like, it's really something. And people are not scared to show love because they want to see somebody do it too, but ain't nobody ever did it from here. 
That's what ever. they want to see. They want to see it happen. That's what's up. Yeah. It's having that that extra extra juice in you. You know, you had that extra supporting cast to you know push push through when times get hard. You always know you got them on your back. So uh, yeah, that's a, that's a wonderful thing to have. Um, so I wanted to talk to you about um, Lexington is your city. What about everywhere else? Like, how are you gonna continue to expand your brand and your fan base going forward? Yeah, this well, this year, bro, we're we're like cooking something up, bro. I'm I'm gonna get to the point within like these first couple months where I'm gonna drop a song, and after that song drop, I'm going to drop a song every two weeks until the year's over. Wow. So we got the rest of this month to kind of get the mixes in line and get things lined up. And then after that, as soon as you see, just know the first song you see, bro, me drop, there's going to be another one in two weeks. And I ain't going to tell nobody. I'm going to just let you know, and your people going to know and watch it. <laughs> and everybody who watches, they're going to be like, okay, he's going to drop every two weeks. But that's the plan, bro. And then just, you know, traveling when you can, not being scared to pop out, yeah, not being scared to promote yourself through social media or whatever. And just, you know, really just grinding, bro. We we kind of, we've tried different ways, bro. Like the last couple of years, like we've tried different ways and we've grown. Like, honestly, like I did a rebrand and like my, my stuff went through the roof. And from that point, it's like, okay, well, people biting, people love it, people listening. So we just won't hit them with it, bro. I think that's the best way to grow is just repetition, bro. You drop 30 a night. Over and over, your name gonna get out there yeah, <laughs> for sure. No fact, yeah. facts. Um, did COVID affect you? Um, in your uh attempt to expand your brand, like what what role did yeah. COVID play for you? Well, I ain't gonna cap. COVID really like sat me down for real. We was uh we was going. I'll put it like this: twenty twenty opened up, and um. I had every week of January and February, I had an event and I had went to four different cities. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> then we was going to go to like a city a month until the end of that year. And we still went to like a couple places. We went to Atlanta. We went to Nashville, Cincinnati. Like we still went places, but bro, it was, it was hard. Yeah, it was hard yeah. to do that. Yeah. With the COVID. Cause you know, people, the clubs were no, I'm going to put it to you like this, bro. We went to Atlanta and Nashville. And mind you, both these places was open for majority of the time. You know what I mean? So we in Atlanta. We can't even find nowhere to eat, bro. It's 12. This is Atlanta, bro. And so we finally find, like, a couple spots, like, in the heart of downtown. Like, it's 12, bro. Like, normally you you can, you can get a steak in Atlanta at 5 in the morning. Mm. You know what I mean? We in Nashville, bro, and, like, Broadway closes down. At like eleven thirty, I'm like, Stay. you know what I mean? Because I'm thinking like they're not gonna close. You know what I mean? Like we could still make something happen, right? And so it was hard, but it it definitely put a lid on it. But at the same time, uh, at that time, I was still going under YNL Capone, and I hadn't met a lot of people. And also, COVID brought out like that app Clubhouse, and one of my homies he put me on it, and he's well connected, so he was bringing me in rooms and. I'm learning stuff. So I literally, because of COVID, I probably, I put a pause on a lot, but the stuff I learned in COVID 
is the reason why, like, when we rebranded and dropped, we was able to run up, like, in a year, like, 700,000 streams. Wow. So, like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like them, like, notoriety was, was, notoriety was on pause, but at the same time, like, the mental and the knowledge was growing. So it was kind of like a blessing in disguise for real. Yeah, definitely. Um, you said yeah. that, uh, for my viewers, uh, Corio was formerly known as a uh, YNL Capone. Um, I want to want you to talk about, uh, that name change. Um, why the name change from YNL Capone to what you're known as now Corio. Yeah. Well, Corio is my last name and young nonchalant lifestyle. That was YNL and Capone. It came from a nickname, just Cap Capone back, like, <laughs> like four yeah. years ago. Right. So okay. when, so you know, when I'm looking down and I'm like, damn, young nonchalant lifestyle. How long? How long are you gonna be young? You know what I mean? You can't look up and be like thirty, bro. Talking That's about funny. Like yeah. all the young dudes is gonna be like, bro, you too old to be in here. <laughs> <laughs> so. So it's like at a certain point you gotta be yourself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. You feel me? Like I'm, I'm, I'm young enough, but at a certain point, bro, you gonna be like Future. Oh, I love Future. Future's oh, yeah, probably me too. Yeah, yeah. Future's probably one of my top, probably my top artists. One of my top artists today. Future. I got Drake yeah. in there. I like Baby. Uh, Gunna. Um. You said Biggie Smalls. I love Biggie Smalls. I grew up on Biggie Smalls, man. I'm I'm originally from New York, so I was, I was about to say you probably gonna like this. What yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm all about that. I'm all about that. But uh, I want to get into. You talked about performing at different cities. You know, you've been to Atlanta. You've been to Nashville. Um, what's your favorite city to perform at? If you or uh, do you have a favorite performance? If you could remember. In Lexington, like I do, I do like the events and stuff. Like I'll throw like the events, you know. Everybody come out and for a while, like we was going crazy with them. And I remember this one event, like it was so deep, bro. Like it was, it was called uh, Big Blue Madness After Party, bro. And it was like the year, it was the last year of PJ Washington and Hero and them. Yeah, and this was like the last year before COVID and uh I'm talking about bro it's deep it's like 500 people in there and I start playing one of my songs and I'm performing it and people knowing the words like people usually know the words but like they knew like a lot of people knew the words and I think like that wasn't the biggest one or the most hype but that was like the most memorable bro because it was like it was a super shock because I'm looking at all. I don't even know these people. Yeah. And people over here like, yo, like screaming the words back to me. I could have pulled one of these. I could have pulled one of them. Like, that's how crazy it was. I'll never forget that. Right. Yeah. That shows, yeah. That shows how, you know, uh, your brand's growing. You could see it from uh, your perspective. Um and I'm sure that's that's very meaningful to you as well, you know, just to see that, you know, all this hard work you're putting in. You're starting to see some uh you're starting to see some uh success come out of it. So uh that's wonderful. Um any advice to anyone who has similar aspirations or goals who wants to, you know, head into the music yeah. industry? Um 
even even in life, bro, because really the things that I think I learned chasing music is probably the deepest things for my life that I could ever learn for real. It's just kind of like get to a point quickly where you can know yourself and what you're good at. And once you understand what you're good at and once you know yourself and you understand what you want to do and all that comes together, then you can take advice from people and put it where it needs to go. And because advice is really like, if you listen, like that's like the number one thing that's going to help you. But if you like, but if you know when not to listen, that can help you just as much. So it's like knowing what you're good at knowing like, you know, which parts of your life is in line and not needing the advice there and being able to also, if someone gives you the advice for that, you know, you think you're good in that area. Like say you think you're good financially and someone come along and tell you a way that you can build your financials even more than you ever thought being open to that. Even when it comes, it's just like, it's kind of like you got to get to a point where you can decipher between good information and bad information. And once you get there, you can do anything. You got to chase your dreams, though. You got to chase, like, something you want to do. Because if not, you're going to be miserable. And then you're going to take all the advice because you don't even know what to do. And all the advice ain't good advice. So it's kind of knowing yourself, knowing what you want to do, knowing what you're good at. And then being able to say no is huge. And then being open to everyone around you Definitely. is even bigger. Yeah. Definitely, man. You said it. Uh, being a sponge, you know. And just basically, Mm -hmm. you said everything that I follow, you know, uh, in my life, you know, I try to be a sponge and take take little things from everybody. You know, uh, that's why I wanted to make this podcast, you know, for myself as well. So I can meet new people, you know, and 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 take little things from their stories and apply it to my life. So, uh, you know, well said, Corio. Um, What we do here on, on What's Next with Rio, we always end out with two main questions. I'm sure you. I'm sure you know about these questions. Um, what's next for you, and where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, what's next is, honestly, I want to make 100K this year, bro. So that's what's next. And in five years, I would like to be the top alternative artist in the state, as well as the region, as well as the nation. And... I would like to own at least five major corporations. So you got to set them big, bro, because then, then if you get close, then you're not disappointed. You have to, man. You have to. Yeah, I like how sure. you have many different goals. It's not just one goal that you're going after. You're, you're, uh, you're very motivated to get all different types of goals, and I, I respect that, my man. Um, uh, I wish you all the luck. Um viewers if you haven't heard choreo uh check him out on spotify like i said he has over uh five hundred thousand uh listens um on spotify he has twenty seven thousand monthly listeners on spotify um very popular artist in the state of kentucky so um Corey, i want to thank you for coming on here um it's been a pleasure i wish you all all the best good luck in the future i hope you have a wonderful 2022 and uh, I'm be I'm be listening to uh, these songs that you're gonna be dropping. You know, uh, they'll be for sure added to my playlist. Um, so uh, thank you for coming on here, Corio. No, thank you, bro. Thank you for having me, man. It, it was 
It was fun, bro. It's a blessing. You know, what I mean, keep doing it. You already know. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm behind you. So, I appreciate keep you, my man. Way, bro. It's gonna work out for you. We up. I appreciate you, my man. Well, that's all we have, ladies and gentlemen. Um, hit that subscribe button for me. Um, and make sure you go check out Corio as well. On he's on all platform platforms. He's not on spot. He's not just on Spotify. He's on Apple Music as well. So uh, check him out. He's also known as formerly known as YNL Compone. So if you want to check his older music out, you can do that as well. That's all we have for today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, stay tuned for our next episode of What's Next with Rio. And I am going to be out of here. So. Uh, Hit that subscribe button though. Don't don't ignore me. I don't be tripping on women at all. I'm crazy.